On this episode of Locked On Lightning, the Bolts come into the new year, failed to have a smooth landing against Winnipeg. We break it all down coming up on this episode of Locked On Lightning. Your Locked On Lightning, your daily podcast on the Tampa Bay Lightning. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Adam Decker. Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Locked On Lightning. Just a reminder that this episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use the code Locked On for $20 off your first purchase. On this episode of Locked On Lightning, we're talking about last night's loss. We're getting into Brandon Hagel's cold streak. What's going on with him lately? as well as looking at the tough stretch ahead for the Tampa Bay Lightning in the month of January. But before we get into all that, please, I want to remind you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a follow wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form. You can also follow us on our YouTube page. If you want to get on the conversation, go ahead and drop a comment below. If you want to hit me up on the side, have a question for the show, you can reach me on Twitter, uh, at Danky Dank, D-E-N-K-Y-D-8-N-K. I love hearing from all of you. I love the conversation. So we're going to talk about first about Brandon Hagel's cold streak because as the Lightning have prone have been prone to do, they have been struggling as of late. Uh, a big part of that, I believe, other than inconsistencies as a team, has really come down to the fact that Brandon Hagel has not really been able to score really as, as much as we would like him to or have been accustomed to him scoring. And what I mean is we, we look at his last 18 games, uh, very concerning stats for Hagel. So just to, just to kind of just put it in perspective, uh, Brandon Hagel hasn't scored a goal since November 24th. Now, since then, through those 18 games in which he has played in, uh, he has eight points, a plus minus of minus five. Um, and, and really, it, it's it, it's one of those things where I think that if you maybe if he didn't have the kind of game that we all enjoy watching him play, I think this would be a lot more of a big story than really what it would be. I mean, they did mention it on the broadcast prior to the game the other night. It was something that was on my radar coming into the new year. But the thing with Hagel and the thing that I feel like with a lot of players with his skill set is that, and, and this is kind of like the old cliche that we, we talk about uh, with not only hockey players, but just players in general, whether it be baseball and not hitting a home run in forever or, or football and not scoring a touchdown in X amount of games or, you know, whatever the case may be with, you don't really talk about those things or it really doesn't seem as big of a deal as long as the team is successful or the player is doing something that is helping the team in some other way. And we, I, I feel like in the last month or so, at least we've, we've been talking about Brandon Hagel quite a lot and, because of his physical play, obviously he has eight assists through those 18 games, which is nothing to snuff at. 
Uh, very impressive play from him, other than the fact, the glaring fact, that really he has not scored a goal since November. And it, it's one of those things where I think if we start to get into the 20s, uh, maybe 25 or even farther down. Yeah, absolutely. We'll we'll be making a bigger deal out of it than we would like to, or or really that's not a conversation that really Lightning fans want to have. Uh, but I, I think that it's a pro and a con, and, and I know that might not make sense because obviously his main function on this team is to score goals and. Yeah, you want to see a guy who just came off a 30-goal season to get back to where he was. Uh, but really, you know, the thing is that, like I said, with with Brandon Hagel, is that to me at least, even though the Lightning have been inconsistent uh, with their winning ways, and, and you know, it, it doesn't it, – it's not entirely on Brandon Hagel's head. It, it is one of the things that contributes to it. Uh, but at the same time, I think it allows Lightning fans, uh, as well as Brandon Hagel, to kind of see what else can he bring in to the table. Because there are a lot of players, as we know, in the NHL that do go through these kind of phases. Um, but to see Brandon Hagel in in his second full season with the Tampa Bay Lightning and kind of going through this adversity, I think is really a positive thing for this team and, and for Brandon Hagel, because it allows him to kind of figure out what else can he do to contribute. And, you know, he's, he's, he's playing very physical. I think he's been playing very well uh, defensively and, and, you know, you don't as, as frustrated as I know that he can be and, and probably should be right now. I think the thing that really is telling is that he's, you know, he's not just mailing it in uh, for what you've seen from him. Uh, every game this year, even the games in which he has not scored goals, and especially throughout this 18-game goal uh, goalless stretch, it, it's one of those things where I think he's playing a lot harder. And I think that that play, especially the in the game that you know we talked about so much over a week ago, a week or two ago against Vegas, is that you know he's playing harder, and and really he's still having an effect on the game. And I think that really is a positive thing that lightning fans should look at for this entire stretch. Now, having said that, yes, it's, it's still a little concerning given the fact that uh, he, he is playing a lot of minutes and he's still not scoring goals. And, and I, and I think that it's one of those things where I just think he's too good of a player to just for this to go, really any longer. I mean, if he goes maybe two, three more games um, without scoring a goal, yeah, that's going to be frustrating. But I think at the end of the day, um, and we'll get into this later, I mean, the Lightning have a bunch of tough matchups coming up. But at the same time, um, Brandon Hagel will be heavily involved in those games. And I'm sure that they'll try to get him the puck as much as possible, especially down low. Um, and especially on on fast break chances down the other way because you know that's where he's he's so good and I, I I think that at the end of the day it's on a scale of one being just com a little bothered and then ten being full blown panic mode I think Lightning fans should look at the situation 
of him not scoring a goal in 18 games. I think that you you got to look at this as like I would probably say a four. Um, it's concerning, but you're not at the point to where it's really a cloud that hangs over the head of this team because it's you know it's not like and and this is no knock against him. It's not like he's the top player on this team. It's not like the team the team success revolves around Brandon Hagel. Um, you know, this isn't like Nikita Kucherov, you know, Kucherov hadn't scored a goal and, and that's a whole different conversation that I'm not going to get into as to why that wouldn't be a big deal either. But I, I, I think that it is something that we are going to look more into as the games go on, as potentially this streak gets longer and longer. Uh, the lightning have a, a bunch of games in which, like I said, there's going to be plenty of opportunity, especially in the next two games, uh, Minnesota tomorrow and then Boston on Saturday. There's a, definitely a, a plethora of opportunities for Brandon Hagel to to get a goal uh, or two or, or, you know, more than two over the next couple of games. And I fully expect him um, to get it within the next week or so. So let me know in the comments below what you think about that. Um, it is something that definitely warrants a conversation, um, especially when. I think he's, I would say probably he's top five best player on the team. Um, it, it's one of those things, though, that we are lucky that, you know, it, it's he doesn't score a goal and it's not a make or break situation, but it's definitely a player that you want to have uh, more involved on the stat sheet through as games progress on in the season, especially in the goal column. So. Uh, coming up in just a bit, we're going to talk about that game up in Winnipeg, what that means to this team, and how really just another frustrating loss against a very good team in which I think in a game that the Lightning could have and really in, I think, hindsight and down the stretch, we'll look back on and say they should have won. We'll talk about that coming up in just a bit, but first I want to hear from our sponsors, and that is our friend over at FanDuel. Now, the NFL season is wrapping up, but there's still time to get in on the action with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get a $150 in bonus bets guaranteed. When you place a $5 bet, that's $150 in bonus bets, win or lose. The app is so easy to use. There are so many different ways to bet, like live game parlays. You could find new find bets in the new explore tab make a parlay in the parlay hub the best way to find popular parlays i actually have a i think it's like a six game i i lost track after five i think i have a six seven seven eight maybe close to the nine uh, leg parlay going on tonight spanning across the nba and the nhl so uh you know it's one of those things where if you remember at the beginning of the season or even back to last year i was putting 50 cents here, 50 cents there, just, you know, just because, but now I'm rolling big, especially with college football season, the route winding up and the national championship coming next week. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and make your first bet a layup. FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. As always, I want to thank everybody for making us your first listen of the day. And if you haven't already done so, please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a follow wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form. Also, I want to thank you, the everyday or the person that tunes in every day for making us our first listen, especially, or our first watch on our YouTube channel. If you haven't already done so, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a follow 
wherever we're subscribed on audio phone and YouTube and hit that notification button. So as soon as the newest episode drops, you'll be notified. So we just got done talking about Brandon Hagel, his cold streak, how really that has played a part in the Lightning not being able to win games consistently in the last 18 games at least. Uh, but that doesn't tell the whole story. And and really, you know, when we look at these Lightning games and we look at these losses, uh, especially the last couple, I mean, we could go all the way back to 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 December and, and even talk about last night's game. Uh, Lightning losing 4-2 up in Winnipeg uh, to a team that, you know, I'm not saying Winnipeg is a team that, you know, is 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 a is a team that, you know, you should really take for granted that the Lightning should win that game. No, I the Winnipeg are a very good team. They're a very tough team. Uh, they have a very good goaltender, a goaltender that quite honestly scares me, uh, especially when he is on his game. Um, but when I look at this Winnipeg game and, and I and I look at even the games back uh, in December and, and really in general, all the losses that the Lightning have had, the issue I have with the Lightning, especially against these West Coast teams, is that, you know, the, the West Coast, the Western Conference, in my opinion, and this might be a little bit of a controversial, controversial thing to say. I don't think that the Western Conference is up to par with the East. And maybe that's just bias because the Lightning play in the East. Uh, but those are the kind of games, and, and I've always been a firm believer in this. Those are the kind of games when you go out to the West Coast, especially as you get farther out. I don't know. Maybe it's just guys handle the situation of playing on the road differently as to if, you know, they were on the East Coast or, you know, at least the, the Central, the Midwest. I feel like those are the kind of games where you could get your act together. You could kind of figure out what works and, and kind of come back with a good feeling and be able to to bring – that that mindset and that momentum that you pick up and the lightning have not really done that and and i kind of figured or more so hope that coming into this first game of 2024 that we were going to see the lightning kind of on a different level than winnipeg you know i all the teams had off for a couple of days or a day or two really and you know, after splitting the last two games of the year, which I really thought that the Lightning were going to sweep those last two against the Rangers and the Canadiens, I really thought that the Lightning were going to come into this game and just be able to to dictate the momentum of the game. And that clearly wasn't the thing. That clearly wasn't what happened. Um, early on, it kind of looked like the Lightning were starting to really get the hang of things and and really start to to dictate the course of the game. Obviously, the, they got off to a one nothing uh, lead in the first period with the Steven Stamkos power play goal. And really, real quick, before I get into the rest of the game, as well as, you know, I, I have really kind of been, I feel like, to a certain extent, harsh on Stamkos. And I feel like this year, I mean, it, it's, it's really almost flew under the radar with all the struggles with this team and all the ups and downs with this lighting team that Steven Stamkos has continued to have a good season, even with all the the noise surrounding his potential departure at the end of the year, which I don't think is going to happen. I think eventually the two sides are going to settle on something that is going to be mutually beneficial to both parties. Um, 
he has 16 goals now. And that, that, that really is just, honestly, if you would have asked me, you know, what his goal total would have been by new year's, I don't think I would have been able to give you. So I, I would have said maybe so I, I would have been more surprised if he was in double digits, if you would have told me by then, but if you would have asked me, I probably would have said eight, probably nine, maybe. Um, but 16 at this point in the season, I think is very telling of where his head is at and for him to get things going. And, and you know what, as much as I criticize him kind of doing what he's continued to doing in his game with the, with, with the one-timers and all that, I still think, and I will still say that he has been very active around the ice. You still see a little bit, you, you kind of see him more around, more involved on, on both facets of the game, which he kind of always has been, but I feel like, He's been a little bit more injected with energy this year than he has maybe the last couple of years. But moving on from that, the Lightning outscore, I mean, out outshoot the Jets in the first period, 11 to 7. They go into the intermission uh, with a one nothing lead, which everything, you know, everything looks good. And then I don't know, like it, there's something about the second period with this Lightning team. Uh, well, actually, the first two periods with this lightning team of any game that just, it doesn't make sense to me, especially when you look at the numbers uh, where they're really doing a very good job in all the categories. Uh, they're out shooting the other team. They're doing very well in the face-off circle, and they're also doing very well on special teams, which is why it's just all that more puzzling when you look at this game, especially after that second period, you kind of figured that this lightning team was going to at least get things going, but, Throughout the course of this year, it has been kind of just Jekyll and Hyde through the first 40 minutes with this team. If they play well in the first period, they don't play well in the second period. If they don't play well in the first period, they don't they, they play well in the second period. It's just one of those things where you kind of have to look at this team and, and, and almost expect them to sacrifice one period in the first first 40 in order for them to go ahead and and play well in the other. And, and that's just that's that doesn't give me enough confidence in this team, even though I did say to you not too long ago that I really thought this team was going to make the playoffs. I mean, they're still not far out of it. But at the same time, when you look at the schedule that the Lightning have had thus far and you break down the wins and the losses, really the losses that you have for the Tampa Bay Lightning, a lot of these teams that they have dropped games to are playoff teams. And when you really take a step back and try to, have those postseason expectations and really kind of assess where this team, if they do eventually do indeed get to the postseason, how far are they going to get? How far is their journey going to be in the postseason? And if if they're constantly dropping games to to playoff teams, I don't care where these teams are in the 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 standings. It, it's more so these teams are also ready for the playoffs. If the Lightning can't consistently show that they could hang with these teams. I don't care if they're West or East conference teams. Uh, it, it's still something that should very much concern everybody. And as well as concern us as we look towards the, the upcoming slate again for the lightning, as like I stated last month, uh, you know, as tough as December has been for the Tampa Bay lightning, uh, January is not going to get any better. And we'll get into that in just a bit but first i want to wrap things up uh with our sponsors today with our friends over at game time now a new year is here everybody but 
guess what? If you have a your, your New Year's resolution is to get out more, be more social. What better way to get out more than out to uh, to sporting events or concerts or any type of a, event? And it, you know, as you know, in today's age, you know, it's it's very stressful to get tickets to those events. And you shouldn't have to worry when you buy tickets to your next big event because game time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater events near you with killer last minute deals, all in prices, views from your seat, and their best price guarantee. Game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. They have awesome features on their app. I've used it before. They got things like last minute tickets, flash deals, zone deals, easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area my favorite feature is views from all seats in the venue so gone are the days of sitting behind a pole or sitting in a seat that has obstructed view so download the game time app create an account and use the code locked on for 20 dollars off your first purchase terms apply again create an account and redeem the code l-o-c-k-e-d-o-n for 20 dollars off download game time today last minute tickets lowest prices guaranteed so as always, I want to thank everybody for making us your first listen of the day. And if you haven't already done so, please go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. Give us a follow wherever podcasts are distributed in audio form. You can also find us on our YouTube page. So go ahead and subscribe to the channel there. Hit the thumbs up button below this video. Comment below as well to get in on the conversation. If you want to reach out to me, go ahead on Twitter at Danky Dank, D-E-N-K-Y-D-A-N-K. I love hearing from all of you. Uh, you could either message me directly or you could tweet to me there. I mean, you could also drop a, a question or a comment uh, uh, about maybe something you want me to talk about on the show uh, as well as underneath our YouTube channel. But yeah, uh, the lightning, just a very just disappointing way to start 2024. I really thought they were going to be able to get things rolling at the end of the year. They did win the last game of 2023, which is good. Uh it was against the Canadians, which is good for the standings because it allows the Lightning to kind of push the Canadians back just a little bit in that wild card race out there, uh, which is very important for this Lightning team as, you know, they 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 are st still on the outside looking in of this two team, those last two wild card spots in the East. And, and Really, the big thing now, not only do they have a lot of teams that are in the playoff hunt or in the playoffs, uh, they have teams that are around them in the standings, in this wild card standings, especially coming up in in January. And, and really, it starts off, you know, tomorrow we do have Minnesota, who is a playoff team, who is a team that is very gritty, very tough, a team that if the Lightning don't play their best hockey, uh, they're going to get eaten alive. And, and I feel like I say that with every opponent, but it really is the truth. Uh, but then coming up, you got Boston on Saturday. And we all know what really into, what comes with that. It's going to have a playoff atmosphere. I'm sure Boston's still a little pissed off about that loss that they suffered to the Lightning back in December. And then you got New Jer uh, you got the Kings uh, next Tuesday, another Western Conference team, but you're back home. So that's good. Lightning are home uh, for for about a week and a half and then you got new jersey that's going to be a very important game and that's a game that really you know the lightning need to win you know if the lightning i look at this way now you know we, we we spoke about how really every game in a cliche way is a must win game but i think that we're going to see the intensity now in january 
as we're kind of flipping the page, getting ever so close to not only the trade deadline, but also obviously the end of the season. The Lightning are going to have to really come up big. You know, if they don't win games against teams that are Western Conference or or teams that are, you know, not in the playoff hunt, they need to win games against teams that are surrounding them in the wild card. Uh, because that's really, I think, now we could kind of come to terms with it, that the Lightning are a wild card team. Now, <laughs> you look at the standings and and you might not think that because, you know, the Lightning really in in, in – are really not that far back out of it. I mean, they're sitting at 41 points right now. Um, they're two behind Toronto, a uh, little bit out of reach from Boston and, and Florida. That's kind of something that, you know, I think with a little bit of luck on their end and, and playing well, uh, the Lightning could eventually be back in that conversation. But, you know, as much as, as, as sexy as that, that third playoff spot in the division looks, I still think that right now the Lightning should just focus on one thing, and that is winning the games against teams that are around them, like I said, in the standings. So they got New Jersey coming up uh, next week. They got the Ducks, which is, let's be honest, a winnable game, a very winnable game. Uh, I think all these games are winnable. I think that, you know, Minnesota is going to be a tough test, especially on the road. And then you're against Boston in Boston, which is going to be an intense game. And and we we all know the history these two teams have with each other, uh, especially in that building over the last three, four years. Uh, but at the end of the day, I mean, that's a game that is very winnable. And, and, you know, I don't really look. I look at the rest of the schedule and I don't see a game where I say the Lightning have no chance of winning this game. Uh, I, I think that the Lightning, if they play their best hockey, and I know that's easier said than done on most nights, I firmly believe that they could win every game of the month. And that's going to be insane to think about and, and, and a crazy thing to happen. But it happened last year. The Lightning, I believe, last year in February, uh, which is ironically, you know, not too far away. I believe it was January or February. They they went like twelve and four or something like that, or or twelve and two or something something crazy where they went from a team that was in the middle of the wild card conversation. They were like the one or two spot, and then they jumped all the way up. Uh, no, they were they were like barely hanging on for that third spot in the Atlantic. This is what it was. They were barely hanging on for the third spot in the Atlantic Division, and then at the end of the month, they were the number. They were they were first in the division. So that shows you what a good month of hockey could do for you. Uh, is that going to be the case now? I don't think so. I'm sure the lightning will drop a couple of games here and there, but you know what, this team, I still firmly believe as much as I think that, you know, they are a wild card team. They, that's kind of really where the ceiling should be for them right now uh, as a, as a goal that they should set for themselves as well as the fans should set them for, set for themselves if they play well, they go out there and they they play the right way. They play the way we saw them play against, you know, in, in the the middle of December against Boston and those other top teams. We could very well be talking about at the end of the month that, you know, they are leapfrogging Toronto and they're sneaking up on Florida. Like I said, you know, for that to happen also, you're kind of going to have to wish for some luck uh, with, you know, Florida and Boston there. But I, I think you have two very good opportunities. You're playing the Devils twice. You're playing Detroit. You're playing, you know, a couple of your division rivals in Buffalo and Detroit uh, and, and Boston. 
but other than that, you're playing West Coast teams and you're playing the Flyers, who are a tough matchup as well. But that's towards the end of the month, so not too worried about that. But that is definitely a win, uh, a game that you must win as well as the Flyers currently sit as the number one wild card team right now in the East. So let me know in the comments below. How are you feeling about the schedule coming up for the new year? Uh, I, I think, like I said, I think the Lightning could easily replicate a month like they had last year uh, to where they were barely in that third spot in the division. And then we ended the month with them number one in the Atlantic division. I think that something can happen, at least for the Lightning leapfrogging into that number three spot in that division. That's an awesome scenario if that happens. But uh, we'll check back tomorrow, talk about more, um, you know, the news surrounding the team as well as this team trying to win a game in Minnesota. So in the meantime, that's been it for this episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you in the next one.